Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, DJ Shardanders. And it's your boy, DJ Big Bopper. We are back with episode five. We just discovered we recorded our, or published, our first episode a month ago today. That's right. This is episode five of Wave of the Planet, so it has officially been a month now that we have been doing this. Um, and we wanted to start off the show with our song of the week. Okay, we're going to go with the song of the week. Um, If you didn't know, we ended up going to Foster the People and Paramore concert over this weekend at the Toyota Music Music Factory Factory in Irving. Which was an adventure to get there. And um, we saw one of our old uh, co-workers, Katie. So Katie, shout out for you. And we also saw Jason. They were the ones who ended up opening up for uh, Foster the People. And so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say... My one of my songs is going to be from just from the concert because it it was so recent and it's just been playing in my head. Yeah. And um, I think that would have to be it would have to be Foster the People, and I was going to say um, sit next to me because that one me. that oh. one started up. And man, I didn't really know that was by Foster the People first of all. And um, yeah, dude, that that song came on and it just made me want to dance and made me super happy and upbeat. And I was like. <laughs> I am having the best time of my life. So, yeah, I'm going to have to start with that because I was listening it the past couple of days, and every time it comes on, it never fails to make me want to get up and start dancing and just have a good time. So, um, That concert was amazing. We'll get into it in just a second. Um, my song is, is I've just been in a really Mac mood lately. So it's a throwback Mac Miller song. I don't know if anyone knows this song. Um, it's called Kool-Aid and Frozen Pizza. It's literally two and a half minutes long. I usually hate songs that are that short, but it just really flows and I just, I, you know, it's just a cool, chill song to, to vibe to. So that's going to be mine. But if you guys don't know, me and Bob actually did go to this concert this weekend. So, um, we were able to get some tickets. We do work at a radio station, so it's got its perks. Um, we got a text on Friday and our boss was like, Hey, we got tickets to this concert. Do you want to go? We're like, uh, yeah, absolutely. So we got there, right? We see Jason, amazing. I've seen some of their stuff, um, on YouTube before, but like, there's, you know, we've talked about the differences in mm-hmm. like seeing a group like on YouTube and like listening to their music on Spotify and stuff versus like seeing them live. Mm-hmm. I love a good live performance, and that's not even just to say like to put on a show. That's like an actual like they can sing live. And they did that. Jason was awesome. I loved the experience of getting to hear their stuff live. They did a great job. And going off of uh, what Chardé said, I mean, we had the couple episodes ago, I think it was like two episodes ago, I was really harping on uh, live performances. And yeah, like she was saying, we got there and Jason, we heard a little bit before we had come there, but I've never seen them live. So I didn't really know what I was getting into. And uh, yeah, no, they sounded phenomenal live. Which I have to give him credit because I get this um, kind of this lo-fi kind of like, not so much hip-hop, but like a lo-fi pop rock kind of feel from them. Which I, to me, I I feel like would be hard to recreate live on stage. But man, they did it and they did it really well. And I have to say hats off to them. And uh, after after listening to them, I think my favorite song by them, if you're going to look it up on uh, YouTube, it's going to be The Bus Song. And um, this is one of those songs, man. I was listening to it. It opens up real lo-fi, a little, little chill. And then it starts singing. And it is a one of those good time songs. It's just like um, what, that I was talking about, Foster the People, one of those songs. Like I hear it and I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling it. But instead of like making me want to get up and dance, this makes me just want to chill out and vibe. And just, man, it really gets me in this mood to where I was like, 
I was just feeling myself, and it was good. It's a good song. Uh, great. They did a great performance live. Um, I definitely urge you to go check them out. They're J-Sum, J-A-Y-S-O-M. So go so. ahead and check them out. Uh, they have plenty of good music. And if you do get the chance to see them live, I encourage you to see it because they were fantastic live. Yeah, absolutely. And to add on to that, I want to say that everyone there did a great job live. Mm-hmm. So JSOM opened up and then Foster the People. So they opened up for Foster the People, who then opened up for Paramore. Foster the People was awesome because so Bop didn't really know a lot of like he knew songs about by Foster the People. But I think he like once he heard it, he was like, oh, they sing this. So like and our phones died. And I think that's kind of a big part of this concert, too. Like, we took a couple videos, but our phones died. And to me, that was kind of one of the best things that could have happened. See, that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, because I know we talked about, I think it was like, it was our first or second episode. We really talked about, you know, being in the moment at a concert, not always on your phone. And so I was like, I was kind of torn because I was like, I know, like, I need to be recording this. I need to let our followers know um, where we're at, what's going on. I wanted to show them the concert, but at the same time, I was like, man, now I'm going to be the exact thing that I was talking that I don't want to be. Yeah. But so it was, it was kind of, it was a blessing and a curse. I mean, yeah. we weren't able to get all the film that we were able to get, but we were able to just sit there and just enjoy the music. We got to experience that. Exactly. And we had some, uh, we had some friends there. So we got, we do have some video on the yeah. way. We had, uh, and those will be posted on the Twitter. So correct. And we have, uh, um, we have sets from JSUM and we have some of the sets from Foster the People and so some from Paramore as well. We have like so. a, yeah. And then, uh, our phones died right at Paramore. So we got a couple from our friends for Paramore. Yeah. But uh, so let's talk about Paramore for a second. Cause we talked about Foster the People a little mm-hmm. bit and just like, I don't know. For me, it was just like a cool experience to like, you know, like be there and listen to the music yeah. and stuff like that. Paramore put on a show. The show, like you're there for a concert. It's a music concert, but their show was amazing as well. And like they started out with songs. Oh my gosh, songs from like my middle school days. It threw me back to when I was like an angsty teenager. Mm-hmm. Like oh, and then like propelled forward. And like there were times when it got emotional. And then there were times when it was like, just jump up and dancey. But I mean, I had the best time. I had the greatest experience going through all of that. And I think that it, it was so much better. The fact that I wasn't on my phone the whole time. I feel like a concert, like take pictures, take a video or two, experience it. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Well, I felt like um, definitely once we put up our phones, it was a lot. It was a, a lot better for me because I was able to really delve into the music. Um, but I have to say, Everyone at the show did phenomenal. Um, they all sounded great live. They all put on a great performance. Um, I'm gonna start with like Foster. The people I noticed a lot is that not a, there wasn't a single person there that was playing just one instrument. I mean, we had the lead singer. He would switch between the synth and the guitar. So not even the uh, the drummer wasn't even playing one thing. He would playing the drums and the maracas at the same time, which I thought it was like okay, that's interesting because he would like beat the drum with the maraca so i was like well that's interesting and like i said they they make these sounds because they have like this pop rock kind of feel to them right um they have a lot of these just like edm elements into it so they have a lot of these synth sounds and again just like uh jason i figured man that would be hard to recreate live and they were able to do it spot on i i was extremely impressed because it's not easy to be recreating all these sounds and still be able to sound good and I have to give my props 
they did a f- fantastic job on that. And then we'll move to Paramore, and man, Paramore put on a fantastic show as well. And they brought up somebody out of the crowd to sing, and yo, he did a great job. He knew every lyrics. He killed it. He was dancing. He had a great time, and I'm kind of jealous of him. I mean, I know I would have messed up, but man, he looked like he was having a great time. So c- congratulations out to him. Um, that was very cool for me to see that the artists actually pull up somebody. I don't know. I've seen it a few times, but I've never seen it where they like sing with them or they sing the song. So I was like, that was really cool. It's kind of reminds me of that movie Rockstar. If you've ever, if you've ever seen that movie, um, and it's just, I can only imagine as how it was for him. It's probably like made his life. I can only imagine, um, but another thing is they were able to switch between so many different sounds. I mean, they have evolved over this years from, I mean, I believe they started, what, 2007, right? Yeah, that's what they, well, I think 2005, maybe, maybe when they started, but then they had, like, their first tour in 2007. Okay, okay. and it was, man, um, it's kind of interesting to see this progression of music from all that years like, and see how they've grown. And they even said, we don't mean these things anymore, but it is still a good song, so we're going to sing it, but... We don't mean these. Can we talk about for a second how you remember? So they had like a part, a portion like, like rocked out so hard and like took like a two minute break. And then they came back on stage and kind of did. It wasn't necessarily acoustic, but it was more of a sit down time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They that w- played Passion Fruit by Drake. And it was so funny to see people go, well, what is this? And then other people to like, like me like, start singing along. I know this song. This it was weird. so fun. And it sounded like just like Passion Fruit, but like acoustic. It was really, oh man, it was an amazing show. Just like the whole overall experience was an amazing show. And I have to say, um, I don't know if Shardy touched on this, but like I, I knew a few songs by each artist. Like I, I had heard before or I went ahead and when I was looking at who was coming in, I ended up watching their things and I enjoyed all of them but I didn't realize how many songs I actually knew like I knew I thought I was going to go in I was like okay foster the people I know pumped up kicks uh paramore I know hard times and um I was like okay let's do this so we go in there and I'm surprised foster people comes on I probably knew 80 percent of their set and then paramore yeah. comes on I knew 90 percent of their set and I'm like what is going on here like <laughs> I didn't realize um, just, it's one of those things where you go to a concert and you've been listening to all this music and then you're like, oh my God, yeah, they are the ones who play this. And it was a really cool moment for me because I was like, I, at first I was like, ex- I was, ex- I was excited to go to this concert. I was like, man, we'll see. And then I was like worried the next day I was worried. I was like, what if I don't know anything? Like, yeah. and I was pleasantly surprised that I was wrong and it was a great concert. Um, I think they're still touring, but if you get the chance, the JSOM, uh, Foster the People, Paramar tour is fantastic. You have to see them live before 100%. they're done. They were amazing. I mean, the guy who ended up going on stage, he was in Houston the day before, watched him in Houston, and then he came and watched him in Dallas. So I'm assuming he's going to be going to the Austin one, too. Yeah. And so another thing was like, so. Like, people make jokes, like, on Twitter and stuff about how Texas runs Twitter because, like, so many people that are just, like, out there on Twitter Mm -hmm. are from Texas. And it was so funny because I saw Foster the People trending on Twitter after they came to Texas, right? And then, of course, there was, like, people were talking about, man, black people really love Paramore. But I was like, no lie, we really do. Like, 
Oh, but like for me, like the another good part of the experience was like to see so many people without their phones out. Mm-hmm. And then like there was a couple people that were like in the row in front of us, like a little bit to the left, but they were just like dancing the whole time and they knew all the words and they were having such a good time. And I was like, wow, because it's like they have generational fans, mm-hmm. you know? So I it was it was a honestly a great experience. It was it was interesting seeing everybody from twelve year old to forty year olds. Yeah, there was and and there was a couple who brought their like, kid. Okay. We're like, yeah, and like I mean, we're gonna go see a live show because the way that me and Bob are, we like to we like live music, mm-hmm. and I think it's important to know like how you know it's you know how something sounds when it's on mm-hmm. you know streamed or on Spotify or whatever, but to know how that sounds live and. Haley put on a show, okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, Her yeah. voice kills, man. And the, Except the, there was one part where she's, like, singing through a microphone. or A megaphone. A megaphone oh, into the God. microphone. <laughs> well, no, she wasn't singing. She was just chanting. Well, was she but t- it was, was like, so funny. It was so funny to me. I was like, okay, this is interesting. I didn't know what was going on at first. But but we had a great weekend. And, and to touch on what she was saying, like, just who was all there, and I'm just like, You'll see all kinds of different archetypes that you yeah. wouldn't assume that would be there, just jamming. And I was like, man, that is cool. That is that is why I love music. Yeah. You can bring all different kinds of people together. Doesn't matter your background, where you come from. You can all come together and just have a good time together, listening to the same music. Strangers. We met somebody um, next to us, and we ended yeah. up talking to him past the show and hanging out with him it's just it's great it is amazing to see this happen that music can just bring us together and that's another that's one thing that they talked about like how like of course they gave thanks so much thanks but they're like you know we're so thankful to like be in front of a crowd that's so diverse and like you looked around and it was a diverse crowd oh yeah like the age wasn't consistent the race like like there was so many components so i mean great weekend great concert overall Fantastic! Like I said, if you can check them out before they before they are stopped turning, they're fantastic. They big thing to me, like I say, the huge thing to me is you can sound however you sound in the studio, but what really makes or breaks the band, in my opinion, is seeing them live. And every single one of them did fantastic. So I have to get it. Hats off to them. Great concert, great tour, and I hope them the best. Me too. I wish them wish them all the best. So up next, we've got a little bit of news, and then later on, we're going to talk about some MTV noms, um, and then some new music coming out. So we're going to start out, we have actually a lot of streaming news, so I'm just going to go a little bit down the list and start talking about it. We have um, The Revival by Selena Gomez is now eligible for a two-time platinum for selling more than two million copies in the U.S. Selena Gomez now has over five billion total streams on Spotify. So we were talking about this a little bit um, last episode about the how the streaming is and um, just what the Platinums and everything stands for. And so she has about 5 billion views in total streams. So I just want to make this seem Drake's album Scorpion got yeah. a billion in yeah. its first week. So Bob told me this and I was like, you know, I'm not the greatest Selena. I'm not a f- super Selena fan, but I'm not a hater either. So I was like, okay, congrats to her. I feel like and I think that we have talked about this in the office because I'm, I'm the music director and so and Bob's on the music committee. So basically, I will send out new music every week and we'll decide if we want to put it on the station or not. Mm-hmm. And it's so like the qualifications for like what we'll put on is we'll definitely check like how many views or how many streams something has. And like for hip hop, it's like if it's been a couple days and there isn't at least a million, 
then we really don't consider mm-hmm. it. But for like pop or rock, like if it's been a couple of days and it's got like a couple hundred thousand or a hundred thousand, mm-hmm. then we're like, okay, it's doing pretty well. So there's just different like to me, there's kind of different standards. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's pretty good in in the in the you know grand scheme of things. Those are good numbers. It's just that every some other things are performing so much better. Oh yeah, which so it kind of surprised me that it took this long for it to get there. But I mean, congratulations. I mean, to put that in perspective, um, we're gonna go talk about November Rain by Guns N' Roses is now has over one billion views on YouTube, and that makes it the first video released before the two thousands to hit a billion views. Yeah, and so like think about that because think about how quick videos hit a million nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see, um, you see hip hop, rap. They are out. They got millions, hundreds of millions of views within the first like month. Yeah, and then it takes it takes uh, um, Guns N' Roses what twenty uh, twenty eight years since they put that on probably. Yeah, twenty twenty six years on YouTube to hit a billion. So, it's definitely like a different culture now because YouTube used to. Honest, honestly, like YouTube wasn't even for music back when YouTube came out. It was literally just a bunch of weird people like uploading videos on mm-hmm. the internet. Because like I listen to podcasts and stuff, and one of the podcasts I listened to was a YouTuber. And like yesterday, she was talking about how like that's how her channel started was just like uploading you know dumb videos well, on the internet. But now it's exactly turned into how, music, and that's exactly how like Smosh started. Yeah, because they were like the big thing when YouTube first started. I think they had like the highest views of all yeah. time with their little uh, Pokemon uh, remix song or cover or however they did it. And then the next thing, they're, all they do is just put out just random things. Yeah. And but now it has seemed to switch more to more of a music platform now. Yeah, I mean it's it's got a bunch of different things to offer because honestly like if you look at YouTube like if you think of YouTube you'll probably think music. And then you'll think of like content videos. But like they have a sports channel, they have a news channel, they have like live streaming on YouTube, they have YouTube Red. Heck, they have their own TV now. It's YouTube TV. Yeah, YouTube Red is like series like they're like mm-hmm. you pay for that now yeah. and they're like putting out shows that's and like stuff. a netflix exclusives hulu exclusives now yeah. there's youtube exclusives yeah which i personally don't have youtube red i probably won't get it i do pay for netflix and hulu though one thing i have to say about youtube red well me personally because that's typically if i'm not listening to music or on like amazon music i'm going to be using youtube and that way i would you're able to close your phone and still listen to music See, on YouTube. I remember Red. when literally, okay, I was in uh, eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade, you were able to do that. Because I didn't have an iPhone yet, but my best friend did. And we, it's so embarrassing because we'd always listen to Never Shout Never in class. But like, she'd lock her phone and then mm-hmm. like, it would stop. And then you just like press the center button and you click play and the music would still play. Yeah, no. And then they got rid of that. I was but, like, yeah, they figured that one out pretty quick. <laughs> but if you go to YouTube.com, it can still work. So mm. there's a hack. Interesting. But, I mean, congrats, Selena. Streaming has changed. So Yeah, and it's fantastic to see uh, that happening. And we also, yeah. so we're, we're going to keep up with uh, with our streaming news. And what we're going to talk a little bit about Cardi. We actually have a, quite a bit to talk oh, about Oh, it's going to be Cardi heavy, and I'm so okay with it. It is the year of Cardi B. Mm-hmm. And definitely, I mean, she just had her kid, so fantastic. Congratulations. Um, but we had the BMA nominations are 
in now. So and we're we have talk, we're going to talk about those in a little bit as well. Yeah, we're also going to give our predictions. We're going to talk about going through the list later and talking about who's all doing what and uh, what we think is going to happen. Um, but we have going on Cardi B. She leads the pack with ten nominations this year, including nominations for video, song, and artist of the year. Cardi is now over one billion total streams on Apple Music, and um, she is one of the only few female artists in history to achieve this. So. That's another thing. She's been around for a little bit over a year now, right? Um, so she started on Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. And so that was in like 2011. Oh, okay. So she was on Love and Hip Hop in New York. That's when, you know, when that started. But like um, she kind of blew up when uh, Borakello came out. Okay. So, but I mean, she's been around for a little bit. But, hasn't but she hasn't been, been making in the like mainstream. Me- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That she hasn't happened. been making those money moves. <laughs> yeah, she just started making money moves. Okay. So, um, and so, like, she's just been around, and she has one billion streams, which we had just talked about. Uh, Selena Gomez has just attained five billion streams. Well, you know what I just thought about? Selena Gomez has kind of been out for a while too. Mm-hmm. That's one. So, like, but like, she's been like with Disney and stuff too. Mm-hmm. So I kind of think that. Not like she's lost in translation or anything, but, like, you know, this new, like, streaming that we do now, like, you hear a song you like, you go listen to it immediately. Oh, yeah. Versus back then, you'd have to go find it, or, like, maybe when, you know, Spotify was happening, that music wasn't popular, so it wasn't getting listened to. Well, I feel like um, it's a lot of the pop compared to the hip-hop and rap, and we had just talked about, like, how they get streams and whatnot, and um, just Cardi just being... In the limelight for about what, a year and a half, two years now, to have that one billion compared to her having that five billion, and yeah. she's been around for at least a decade. I think hip hop gets streamed way more. It, yeah, it kind of shows you just how the streaming differences is. Yeah. Like I said, they're they're. Um, I'm not a huge Selena Gomez fan, but she, I cannot deny that she is. Yeah, great I'm not in her a own. fan or a hater, but congrats. Yeah, no, I cannot. I cannot deny she's. A good artist, so yeah, for sure. I cannot, I can't say anything. So, but that just shows you. I feel like that just kind of shows you the difference in streaming uh, yeah. when it comes to like hip hop. Now, obviously, then, is and the, then hip hop versus like obviously pop the rock. number one streamed is hip hop. I mean, we had Scorpion one billion in the first week. So, yeah, um, I like it by Cardi B and J Balvin and Bad Bunny is now the number one song on U.S. radio. So yeah. this is um. Cardi B is now the first female rapper to top U.S. radio in the last four years, ever since uh, Iggy Azalea did with Fancy. Also, I don't think we looked this up, but that song is international. I think um, Despacito, I don't know if that one went number one, Mm -hmm. but if it did, that would have been the last one, I think, that, like, was Spanish. That would have hit number one in the U.S. But, like... Remember, we were talking about K-pop a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. And, I mean, this is Spanish, so, like, it. a lot of people in the U.S. understand Spanish. But, I don't know, I to me, I think it's so cool to see, like, these international artists, like, doing, you know. Oh, yeah. Making bangers. And, no, like, getting play in the U.S. I like it because it definitely. Um, I like it. I like it because. I said I like it. <laughs> well, I like it because I feel like, uh, to me, America is like this melting pot of just these different cultures, different yeah. sounds. And, and that so, includes music. Yeah, yeah, and I definitely enjoy it. Like, um, when I come around, I like to see these different influences from around the world. Like, I like to see the Latina, like, really, it really pumps up, man. That makes you really want to dance, and I enjoy that. I, 
all that energy that they put into it. And then you'll kind of go over to like more like Japan. Um, and they have this more like they're big into this lo-fi kind of sound, this really relaxing, slow, um, but very distinct sound. And then you go over to like South Korea where they have, or they're again, very energetic, very dancing. Um, and it's, Awesome. I enjoy seeing these different things. And I mean, we just talked about Stefan Don yeah. is my favorite artist and she from the XXL list and she is from England. So yeah. and I can hear that in her voice. I can hear it in the elements in her music kind of puts her Jamaican roots into it. And I love that. Yeah, me I mean, too. we got reggae from Jamaica, and that sound. And yeah. I just love these different sounds from around the world coming together and, um, and just melding with the different sounds that we already have. And I feel like we we take these sounds and we incorporate it in our, in, with our own elements, our own music. And I just love that because we get these new sounds. These, and it's just, it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable. <laughs> so I looked it up, right? And there have been three, now four, Spanish number one hits in America. Guess what they are? Uh, Despacito. Was, yeah, it's one. Guess what the other two are? Uh, Macarena. Oh my god, you're looking at the list. No, I knew that one. Okay, what was the other one? I, I did it earlier, too. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. La, 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 bamba. Oh, I don't know the name Literally of that song, though, but I know that song. Yeah, the three. And do you know how old those songs are? At least. The Macarena was 20, in 1996. Yeah, it was like at least 20 <gasps> years. La Bamba was 1958. Wow. So this is the first Latino one since... N- no, because oh. Despacito. Okay. But, because Despacito was, like, earlier this year. Or, like, earlier this year, last year. I think it was last year. Okay. But, so, but, I mean, it's occurring more frequently than it has been, for sure, so. Well, yeah, we, I mean, we'd seen that definitely with, like, K-pop and just these different elements that, around the world, we have um, other countries' mu- music coming up number one in our country, which I feel like it's about time because I know a lot of our music goes number one in a lot of other countries. So I like to see it. I like to hear new music and I like to see different styles of music. So like I said, it's enjoyable to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's enjoyable. <laughs> so we're going to go. Um, we actually have Rihanna is now the first and only female artist in history to have over 14 billion total streams on Spotify, including her features. Okay. See, the, the, in this, I'm not surprised by this at all. I think, I don't know if anyone's a close second, but I feel like, yeah. I would say Beyonce. And Taylor Swift. Yeah. But, I mean, Riri, of course, 100%. I, well, I mean, you can't, like, disagree with the fact, but I agree with this. I'm good with this. She Mm -hmm. deserves it. Oh, yeah. She's done amazing work. I mean, she's been around. You're doing amazing, sweetie. A long time, so... And again, that kind of shows you that different between pop and hip hop. And I know she has some pop elements into it. Yeah, but, but her music is like, like oh you yeah. still go and listen oh to yeah. the, Like I listened to Disturbia last week. So, And then we also have Katy Perry is now the first and only artist in history to have made 11 music videos with over 500 million views on YouTube. That surprised me. Um, with, exactly, because we talk about like a lot of these um, hip hop so- songs, they're... Hip, rap and hip hop has millions of views within the first couple of weeks, so it's very interesting to see. I know she has a lot of different pop. Yeah. Now, also, Katy Perry has a lot of music videos mm-hmm. as well. And cause see, the thing is, I can remember. I want to. 
<clears throat> I wonder what music videos they are specifically. Because I remember listening to a lot of Katy Perry when I was in, like, middle school mm-hmm. and, like, even, I guess, the beginning of high school, but... And, like, watching the music videos because they're always so, like, shocking. Bon Appetit, oh, yeah. have you seen that one? She literally gets, like, chopped up and made into a pie. Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah. There's, I, I just remember the one. Um, California Girls. Boom. Calif- he did a motion and I knew what he was talking about. California. Uh, so if With I were to see. Snoop Dogg. Mm, I loved that. They were also, uh, I'd probably say, probably Dark Horse. Yeah. Probably Dark Horse. Fireworks. Yeah. I would say it would probably be up there. See, I think the thing about Katy Perry is like you can name them off almost. Like you can like, oh, okay, this one probably does. This one probably does. Um, she's got quite a few. Oh, Roar. Oh, yeah. I mean, and then she she ended up playing that. She At the Super Bowl, she came out on like a giant like tiger lion thing okay, for that song. Okay, Last Friday Night has a billion. That song came out seven years ago. I loved that song. Oh, my though. Lord. So, that, oh. I mean, literally, I Googled Katy Perry, and, like, like the one that got away, I remember when that song came out, and that has 637 million views. So, yeah, that's not hard to believe to me. Firework has 1.1 billion. Chain to the Rhythm has 500 million, and that one wasn't even that good of a song. So, um, yeah, Wide Awake. Hot and Cold. Oh yeah! yeah. Oh, okay, that's why. See, the more I like, think about it, the, I'm like, yeah. That you go back years and years. Part of me, I kissed a girl. Of, well, no, that one's actually pretty low. Surprisingly, really? Yeah, it's only got 145 million. Only 145. What about million. Um, ET? Is that up there? No. Really? 486. Wow. Yeah. Right. So these are like all those songs back when we were younger and just. Okay. Yeah. This is how we do. Wow. This is how we do. Yeah. Let's see. Wow, that's so surprising to me, though. It's surprising to, like, figure out which ones do and which ones don't. (laughs) That's amazing. And I feel like, honestly, I think that this happened a while back. But, like, this was back when, like, you would listen to, like, YouTube videos. Oh, yeah. And, like, you would play them when you're in class. And, like, just listen to the music. So, yeah, but Swish Swish didn't get that many. It only got 460, 465 million. So, that's surprising. But, yeah, Roar has 2.5 billion. Like I said, she played that at the Super Bowl, so I'm assuming she got plenty of views from that. And then Dark Horse, 2.3 billion. So, yeah, I could see it. Congratulations, Katie. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And I will go uh, with one more streaming fact or i mean one more music streaming fact and man it's been dominated by females today so congratulations women power (laughs) um we have the fame by lady gaga this is the craziest one to me like it it baffles me so we got the fame by lady gaga is 2018's best-selling female electronic album in the u.s so far and bob when did that album come out yeah this is despite it okay so if y'all don't know this came out 10 years ago uh, so this album came out 10 years ago and is 2018's best-selling female electronic album. So, uh, yeah. And this just goes to show you that some music is timeless. <laughs> You've got club bangers to more 70s glams to more singer-songwriter records to rock music. That's mm-hmm. what somebody said about the album. So, yeah, Love Game, Money Honey, Paparazzi. I literally, I remember all of these songs. This was back when, like, though, you either bought and you most of the time you had to buy the album oh, yeah. or download it but you would download them all 
you uh, at oh, what's this ten years ago? So we either had to buy the CD, or you had um, I think Apple Music was a thing. Pretty sure. So you download it there. Or yeah, iTunes. No, Apple Music wasn't a thing, but iTunes was. Okay, so iTunes. Off iTunes. Okay, yeah. So uh, my bad. Semantics. <laughs> um, but and then the only other way to do that was basically you know give your computer a virus on LimeWire and just. <laughs> My download it that way. My cousin had LimeWire and her computer was dead. But I made like she made me like a lot of good road CDs. Yeah. I loved it. I might have <laughs> lost my computer, but at least I got great music. But yeah, I have good music to listen to in the car. But no, I like this reminds me of like one of Kesha's earlier albums, like well two of them, Animal and Cannibal, because I remember being in like middle school listening to the complete albums, like knowing every song. So, I don't know. I think that the way that, because of the way that music is now, like, because it's so streamed, I think that buying albums, like, downloading a whole album is less and less. Mm-hmm. But I also think that, um, I think that there are more demands on artists, because if you think about it, like, albums could have been, like, those albums, the ones that I remember very well, were, like, seven good songs. Yeah. And now there's, like, 14 song albums that, like... Four of them are okay. Well, so. here's the thing. Uh, we and we had kind of talked about the shift in how uh, the platforms and streaming platforms are, and we talked about how Best Buy is no longer even selling CDs anymore, and it's kind of becoming yeah. a, this obsolete kind of um, technology that we have. And I agree that you don't really go out and buy the album. I mean, you know which songs you want, and you either stream them off of Spotify. Apple Play, um, YouTube, SoundCloud, whichever you use. You either stream that so- the songs that you want or you just purchase those individual songs and download them. Yeah. There, there's really not much of the uh, buying the entire CDs a, or albums anymore. I have a question. Do you think that because we're getting more and more like streaming and things and like albums are not necessarily like CDs aren't being sold anymore and stuff like that? Do you think that that'll affect, like, do you think more artists will stop making albums and just make a bunch of singles? See, that's what I was thinking. Maybe a lot of EPs, um, you know, kind of like they'll sit down and think about, okay, well, I mean, to an artist, all their songs are good for the most part, but they could really just work on just a couple songs. I mean, think about all the different artists, the one hit wonders that you've ever listened to, um, and it's just that song that that's the only song that you want. And um, so I do feel like we are kind of going to go towards that to where they're not really producing either as big of albums or they're just going to be releasing more singles. I feel like that would be. I think it's less pressure as well, because like yeah. I feel like with an album, you feel like you have to make it either a certain length or a certain amount of songs. Then you're going to put songs on it that you don't feel the best exactly, about but because you have to meet you just need quota. a filler. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if it gets there. I'm excited. And, and I feel like that, that way they can kind of work on their own pace. That way they don't have to rush to get a project out. Like, they're feeling, if they're working on an album or, or a song, and they feel like it's not that song, that particular song isn't where it needs to be yet, but then the deadline is, so they have to just roll with it and put out what they have, even though they could have done more. So, I, I, I'm interested to see how it goes. I do believe that uh, they might turn to more of where they're just making either really small albums, EPs, or just releasing singles. I think that'll be a thing. 
I think so, too. And I don't think that it would necessarily be a bad thing. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think so at all. But I will go ahead and finish up our last thing for um, ladies' news is that Ariana Grande has been selected for the Reeboks Be More Human campaign. And um, if you haven't heard of this campaign, it's basically Reeboks. They're just trying to uh, launch this campaign, which to encourage people to be their best possible versions of themselves, physically, mentally, socially, and just celebrating women and helping bring positive change to the world. So I think that's really cool. I I like that message and I like to see it, um, what they're doing with that. I think they're coming out with a new shoe line. I know that they have a bunch of uh, high profile people, um, a part of this movement and I like it. I like to see. I like to see this change. It's very good to see this women empowerment come to fruition. I mean, we've seen. I mean, just what we talked about today. It's been all about the women t- today, and that wasn't on purpose. No, that's because it's just a lot of women news happening. Yeah, no, it's, it's the fantastic. women are blowing up. They're beating records. They are doing things that they haven't been doing lately, and it is fantastic. It's great to see it happening. I like it. I support it. I'm about it. Um, Ariana Grande just has always been that kind of woman. She's always been a woman empowering women. Um, she just came out with a song called God is a Woman. And so literally that song is just about empowerment. And so, um, I, like I said, I support it. I'm about it. Um, it's, she's, and she's always had that message. So I think it's great to see. And um, Would you, okay, the question is, would you break Nike to oh. get a pair of these for women empowerment? Man, that's so hard, Bob. That is so hard. Am I, what am I wearing right now? What kind of shoes am I wearing right now? Nikes. What kind of shirt am I wearing right now? Nikes. It's just a thing. It's just ingrained in me. Um, I mean, I would think about it, yeah. If if I liked the style, I like the message. So if I like the style, yeah, I would do it. Okay. Um, I would not. I just have this thing. Like, if I'm wearing, like, anything Adidas, I can't wear anything Nike. And that's <laughs> so hard. It's so hard. I'm just weird like that. Get you I some Adidas track been. pants. We'll, we'll figure it out. We got you. I have a pair of Adidas shorts. Boom, there you go. And I bought an Adidas shirt just to wear together. Because <laughs> I literally, I won't wear a Nike shirt with them. All right, I'm going to go over one more thing before we get into our MTV VMAs nominations and our selections on that. We got um, last Friday, Wiz Khalifa finally delivered the highly anticipated sequel to his third album, Rolling Papers. Um, and he ended up coming, it was, it's very, it's, Man, the name for it is genius in itself. Oh, it's, oh my God. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not it ready. It is uh, called Rolling Papers 2. <gasps> what? So um, <laughs> there's, we've got uh, a lot of people were critical, and it's 25 songs on Jeez. on this album. It's, yeah, so okay, it's another almost, it's, Scorpion. Yeah, it's basically a double album. So um, it's 25, and on The Breakfast Club, they revealed that it's actually a double album. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, well, so I just want to put in... In perspective, so we had Drake with Scorpion came out, and um, that's also a double album. So I'm just going to compare them because they're both in the rap hip hop. Yeah, um, they're both double albums, so they just kind of go together. I'm just make some comparisons. So um, we got the first week sales projections for the album is set to move eighty thousand to eighty five thousand before the end of the week. Um, um, and that's, that's including streaming figures. That's really sad. Yeah, with thirteen thousand to fifteen thousand coming from sales. So wow, that's really sad. So here's the here's this is what's crazy to me. So it's going to eighty eighty five, and that's with streaming and buying physical that's a copies. Week? Yeah, in the first week. What did Scorpion do in a day? And then this is the um, I'll get to that. <laughs> this is this puts it at number two on the charts. So. And, and, and I bet you can't guess what it's behind. 
Scorpion. Scorpion. 100%. Scorpion's been out for like a month now almost. So um, this is going to be, I think, the third week that Scorpion's been out, and it's set to move 275,000 to 300,000 copies. And this is the third week. Scorpion did like 360-something. They did 465,000 streams in the first two days. Yeah. That... And they're saying this um, is eighty to 85,000, including streaming. I just don't think it's that anticipated. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that, that sucks for him. Which I don't know if you have the chance to go ahead and listen to it. I I went out and I mean I I listened to the title track Rolling Papers too, and I dig it. I enjoy it. It's not it's not the same whiz. He enjoys it, in my opinion. Um, it's enjoyable to me. <laughs> no, um, but to me, how I've seen the shift over I don't know. It's been what ten years since I've really really seen Wiz in the front life and that was probably be like um, black and yellow era and where he was much more rugged and uh, I don't know now he looks like he he looks like he could be a member of Migos to me he looks just like Offset if you watch if you watch that Rolling Papers 2 uh, music video man he's got he's got the linen shades on and he looks just like Offset and I'm like hmm that's interesting and I don't know if that put like a kind of a dapper on how I felt about the album but from what I've heard, it, it's enjoyable. I liked it. It's enjoyable. Okay, so can we talk for a second just about like new music coming out? Because let's see, Rich Kid Forever just had music coming out. Um, Wiz Khalifa has Rolling Papers too. Um, Meek Mill just had some come out. Drake obviously just had some come out. I am so excited for Mac Miller's new album to come out. You know, him and Ariana just broke up. And, like, you never wish break up on an artist, but you know that, like, after that happens, good music is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, he just had a new song come out, and it got two mil, I want to say, like, in the first, like, the first day or the first two days. And that's not uh, surprising for him, but it was just one of those things, like, well, I didn't know a lot of people, you know. We're still Mac fans. That was good to see because mm. I'm still a Mac fan. He had programs. He dropped programs last week. He last month he dropped uh, like three songs last month, and I think they're all going to be a part of the album. But then he dropped self care, um, and this song is pretty much like in the music video. He's like digging out, like trying to get his way out of it, like a coffin that's buried. Mm. So like it's and it's called self care. So it's pretty much just about like a bad breakup and like taking care of yourself after that. So I don't know. I'm really excited um about mac miller i'm really excited about the new stuff that he's about to come have come out um i was literally listening to kool-aid and frozen pizza a couple days ago i think that was my song of the day so yeah and i mean it's i don't know for me it's cool to see that he still has all the support that you know and i think that uh being an artist who's gone through a lot of things like i watched his uh he had like a documentary come out Mm -hmm. and it was only like 12 minutes long but like you know there's a lot of things that he talks about like oh wow didn't know that so that was cool to see but yeah i'm i'm anticipating his music a lot so but and before oh. we start the mtv i'm sorry i know i said that was gonna be the last thing Stalling. but this i mean just wouldn't be wave of the planet if we didn't talk about post malone so post i'm gonna talk a little bit um i know we got the 88 rising coming up with uh keith ape um joji and rich brian and yeah. i i'm a big fan uh, i've I like Joji. I like uh, Pink Guy. So I've kind of been around for a while. And um, he had teased that talking about um, Post Malone 
might have a album coming out in December. And so I'm really excited about that because that means more music. And he said he might, or he kind of, um, he kind of referenced that he's on the album. So, which is exciting for me because I like Joji. Um, if you don't know Joji, he's a uh, Japanese Australian um, music. Uh, he does anything from rapping to uh, acoustic sets. He does kind of a little bit of everything. And so that's exciting to me because I love Post Malone and I love Joji. So I'm excited. And if the 88 Rising Tour wasn't going on during Posty Fest, I would say Joji would be at Posty Fest. I was going to say, do you think that he'll be there? Mm-mm. That's see, that's what I was really looking forward to. So I was, that's was like looking at information for that, yeah. and that's when I found out. Um, I saw this interview from I think like a month ago that uh-huh. uh, Joji had done with Post Malone, and they were talking. So they yeah. they kind of kind of kind of confirmed, but didn't confirm that there was going to be an album. They kind of confirmed, but they didn't confirm Joji was going to be on it with Post Malone. But where is Joji going to be when? Posty Fest happens because uh, if he's going to be in Texas, then well, he's, he's still. I believe he's still going to be a tour with Eighty Eight Rising. Okay. I don't know if he is in Texas. It might be around that time. It might happen. I don't know. It could shock me, surprise me. I know. I mean, Post Malone says he's going to. It's going to be wild. So, so that weekend, I'm really expecting to have um, a lot of fun because um, I. That's when Little Dicky's coming to town. So I literally want to go from Lil Dicky to Post Malone that weekend. Oh, man. And y'all already know Lil Dicky's one of my favorites. So. LD. Dang. I, AKA the independent variable. You, you, we're going to be it. Oh, Dickie. yeah. Oh, we're we're going to be, be there. So. We're going to be going to both of these. I'm going to be trying to go to 88 Rise and get us some tickets to go to that. So, you know, we're going to. Well, I'm excited. We got a lot of different concerts coming up. We got a lot of different festivals coming up. And, man, I cannot wait to. You know, kind of share that experience with y'all. So yeah, I mean, either I love that we you know got to go to this Paramore concert and stuff, but I love that we got to review it with you guys and like talk to you a little bit about it and you know try and <laughs> convince you guys to go. Yeah, it definitely. If you've never gone to a live concert before, guys, I'm telling you, you're missing out. If someone asks you if you want to go to a concert, no matter who it is, go because See, it's an experience. Yeah, no, like it, it kind of came up a little bit last minute for us and. Literally, I mean, we got the text at like five fifteen. Yeah, and it, was, and it was Friday night. You know, I had I had some plans for Saturday, but I was like, you know what? Me too. But I was just gonna sit at the pool. So. I was like, you know what? I want to go. Let's do like, this. Absolutely, though, I definitely want to go see this show, and it's an experience. And me and Bob didn't kill each other, so but, it was a yeah, great so, time. Yeah, I know. So we're still here. So like, if 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 you're on that cusp, you've never gone to a live concert. If you're on like that, you know, that kind of should I do it? Do it. Do not think. Do it. Yeah, you 100%. Know. I was listening to something yesterday, and this girl was talking about, um, it was one of the podcasts I was listening to, and she was talking about how one of her friends asked her if she wanted to go to a show, and she said yes, and it was a Tom Petty show. Ooh. And then she decided not to go because she was, like, tired R. and, like, P. didn't feel okay. And then he died two days later. Dang. So she was like, I'll never get to see him live. I wish I would have gone to that show. Exactly. And, like, not to be dramatic, but you know what I'm saying. No, yeah, no. So, I mean, who knows? You know, your one of your favorite artists comes into town. and Go. You know, that could maybe be the last time you have that opportunity. We were looking at the, they gave us pamphlets and they like say, you know, what bands are coming to town and everything. And literally five seconds of summer is coming, but I'm going to go to that show to see the Aces because I don't care about five seconds of summer, but I like the Aces. Well, I noticed that a lot. Um, It wasn't the headliners that you were interested in. A lot of these, you were like, okay, uh, you wanted to see the openers. Yeah. And I'm not like into underground music, but like, yeah, you know, I, there's not a like, I don't, I'm not huge into Five Seconds of Summer. I feel like, I don't know, I'm not a teenager anymore. But 
I mean, I don't deny that they make great music. It's just not great music that I listen to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd, I definitely want to go see the Aces. So I'll literally go to that show, go watch them open, and probably like grab dinner and leave. There you go. And like I said, it is great. It's it's a great experience. It's something that you know if you really do enjoy music, I feel like it's that thing that you just need to experience it because you don't understand the difference between you know seeing these music videos you know hearing to their albums hearing to the hearing their uh, studio sets compared to you know you see them live you yeah. see them out there you see the energy you see the emotion they put into it you see them doing it and it's th- it's one thing to like see what somebody can do with like a microphone and a computer versus what they can do with a microphone and a stage yeah no definitely what I love the most is when I go out there and I go to a live concert and they sound dang near the same to the Paramore. Oh, uh, well, I felt like all of them did. Yeah, actually, they all. I did. feel they like sounded... that's what I'm saying. That the uh, all of them, Jason, uh, Foster the People, Paramore, every single one of them sounded so good, so close to their studio quality, and I think it. it I, I was just thoroughly surprised because there's a lot of them. It's a hard to do. It's hard to recreate a lot of those sounds live, and I have to give them props because they did a fantastic job. So. I'm sorry, I'm officially done with that. We will move on to our last thing. So I apologize. finally the MTV noms, because he was stalling. No, I'm playing. So, um, as we said earlier, it's Cardi B heavy, and I'm so for that. Um, she got nominated for, what, like 10? Yeah, 10. She's uh, top of the pack, but she has 10 right now. Congratulations. You know she's going to come home with at least half of that. I would say, uh, how, many think you, how many do you think she's going to come home with? I would say at least four. I, uh, yeah, I agree with that. I do. I definitely agree with that. Okay. And so we don't have every single uh, category here, but we've got a couple of the ones that we've chosen and that are important to us. So, um, and I don't know if he's looked at all the nominations yet, so I'm just going to read them out and have him pick, and then I'm going to pick. So for video of the year, there's Ariana Grande's No Tears Left to Cry, uh, Cardi B and Bruno Mars's Finesse, the remix, of course. Uh, Camila Cabello, Havana, The Carters with, you know, Ape, Childish Gambino with This Is America, and Drake with God's Plan. Oh, man. And which one is this? This is for video? Yeah, this is for video of the year. Ooh, man. Um, to me, <sighs> shoot. See, I feel like that's going to be, a, to me, that's either God's Plan, uh, Finesse, or um, this is America. So if I had to pick out of those three, and this is the video, correct? This isn't yeah. okay. So just based off of their video, I would want to say it's probably going to be fin- maybe finesse. See, okay, I don't know what they're going to base it off of, but I just looked up the views for pretty much all of them. And God's plan. Well, let me look up Havana. But God's plan had the most so far with well, like 709 million. Well, I also don't think that's fair because, I mean, God's Plan definitely was a Scorpion album. I mean, you know, I think that was part of his double album. Yeah, okay, well, Havana came close next. But even still, like, that album, that song came out before, way before the album. Mm-hmm. But um, that, this was also, I mean, but this is also like right mix of the beef with the yeah. Pusha T and stuff. So there was a little bit more. I think, I think, what do you think? Um... Like I said, it's either I think it's either finesse or God's plan. I think it's gonna be God's plan. I think a lot of people are gonna push for No Tears Left to Cry, but I think it's gonna be God's plan or Havana. But I think God's plan will edge it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, just by that, then artist of the year. 
So this is Ariana Grande, Bruno Mars, Camila Cabello, Cardi B, Drake, or Post Malone? Mm, man. Prob- I mean, just based off of numbers alone, is I'd give it to Drake. Yeah, based see, that's off, what I, I want to do, too. I, I mean, I want to say otherwise, but, I mean, you just, when it comes to numbers, you cannot beat that. He is a, I, I want to say, you know, I like Posty, but he yeah. shattered Beer Bongs and Bentley's record yeah. the first week, shattered it, completely yeah. do- destroyed the, it, like, so. Yeah, I think, um, I think if I had to choose my top three, it'd definitely be Cardi, Drake, and Post Malone. I, I want, I want Cardi to take this one home. I do agree with but that. But it's probably going to be Drake, and I'm very okay with that. I agree with that. A hundred percent. And I don't know. It just, it just, I don't know exactly what they go off of or what their parameters are for it, but just based off of just numbers alone, I, I have to go with, I just have to go with Drake. There's no other, he, he broke way too many records. He made way too much money. There's no way that he's not going to get it because I mean, he had a billion streams first week of it being out. It, it was they already hit double platinum before the album ever came out. I mean, the, yeah, he hit so many records that I feel like it, I have to give it to Drake. I believe Cardi will get best artist, or I'm not best new. I believe Cardi will get best new artist, but so um, I would, so that would go down to it would either be Post Malone or Drake for me. So I have to give Drake. it to Drake. Mm-hmm. Okay, song of the year: it's Finesse, Havana, God's Plan, New Rules by Dua Lipa, Perfect by Ed Sheeran, or Rockstar by Post. Malone, Man. Savage. So again, this is I'm going to break it down into three. This one for me is going to be Havana, God's Plan, and um, Rockstar, and that is because Havana there when it came out. Man, I heard it everywhere. It was stuck in my head. It was stuck in a lot of people's head. I heard it nonstop. It's a very catchy song. Um, and then that kind of get, went away, and then uh, like four or five months later. God's Plan comes out, and that's all I hear. You you cannot go to a club and when our uh, God Plan come on and not come on, and then you everybody at the club say, "I only love my bed or my mama." I'm sorry, like everybody in the club is seeing that part. So, um, between that and then Rockstar, I believe came out before all of these, and again, it was one of those. These were the top three that I remember everybody was singing as they were coming out. However. Again, I just have to go based off of numbers and um, statistics to give it. I would have to give it to God's plan. Okay, so I just looked them all up. Rockstar has the least amount of views on YouTube. Really? They only have 375 million, which is a lot. I know we say they only. She's like, oh my gosh. But she's, that's they a have lot. the least. Yeah, no, that's I mean, a ton. That, no, that's still a lot of views for sure. But guess who has the most? You're not going to guess. Um, And I think that it might win. You know what? Uh, probably perfect by Ed Sheeran. No, no. Oh, okay. It's Dua. Ooh, really? She has um, one point three billion. Oh. Now this song wow. did come out a year ago, but even still, if you do that well, math, so, Rockstar came out a year ago as well, and it only had three hundred and seventy-three yeah. million. You were saying? Yeah. So I mean, I would like to see it as song of the year. I I, re- I enjoyed the song. I think it definitely made an impact for this year. Bop said, "God's plan." Mm-hmm. I'm. I lock in final choice. So what we're doing is we're writing them down so that when we come back and be like we were right, we were wrong, you know. <laughs> it's just this is a friendly competition. See who yeah. who wins. You Absolutely. Know? I mean, best new artist. We already said. That's Gotti. Gotti. Um, best collaboration. This is interesting. Um, Are the Carters in that? Yeah. 
Yeah. Imagine that. So, <laughs> hum. So, okay. BB Rexa with Florida Georgia Line meant to be. Bruno Mars and Cardi B with Finesse. The remix. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, DJ Khaled, and Cardi B with Gennaro. Logic and Alicia Cara and Khaled for 1-800. Or Nerd and Rihanna for Lemon. Oh, man. And it, it, wait, is Lemon, is that Lemonade? No, it's Lemon. Okay, okay, it's a different song. Yeah. Okay, so I say I was thinking Lemonade. So, okay. Um, hmm. Out of those, best collab. Let me think. Um, if it's not the Carters, I want to say. I mean, I want to say it's finesse. I feel like that is what I. Hmm. I want to say it's going to be finesse. By Bruno Mars featuring Cardi B, but uh, I'm not sure about that. I mean, I'm I'm between. It's either going to be finesse or it's going to be the Carters. Okay. See, so you yeah you choose. I looked up the numbers again, and believe it or not, Meant to Be has the most. Really? It's got like. But has it been out the longest though? No. Oh really? It hasn't been out that long. Um, it's got like 500 million. De Niro by J Lo and that's and the J Lo with Cardi. Yeah, that has fifty one million. Okay, so um, Ape still has like I don't think it might not have hit the hundreds yet, mm-hmm. or if it did, just barely. Yeah, it's at seventy eight million. Okay, well, what I think is interesting, me personally, is the fact that uh, we both decided on Cardi B as the the artist the or the new artist of the year, and. Uh, I'm sure that was hard for Shady Day not to put down Lil Pump because Lil Pump. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, no, Lil Pump had like two songs. He had like two good songs. The thing about only two. I thought you liked Welcome to the Party too. Yeah, is that yeah. mainly is that Lil Pump song with all those features? Well, he's on it. I don't know. Yeah, he's featured on it. I like that song a lot. I think it's cool. It pumps me up. Um, also like Haley Kyoko, but there's and Bazzy, but I just think Cardi B is just. Surpassed. I agree. Sure. I mean, like the top three. If I were to just look at them, the top three that I would that really stand out to me is Lil Vert, Lil Pump, and um, Cardi B. And out of those, I would say you go, girl. Cardi. I would say Lil Uzi, Bazzy, and then Cardi for me. Um, for best collaboration, I really <sighs> meant to be has better numbers, but I really want to say finesse. What do you think? Say so, yeah, that's what I'm saying is finesse. Okay, I just think oh, song wise. It's it's the better one. Well, I just gotta think about the like the height of the popularity of the song. I mean, it's another one of those like I heard it on the radio nonstop. All all three hip hop stations that I get up here, all three of them the, nonstop. The clubs I heard it in the clubs. I heard it. Girls were talking about. It, I heard it on Twitter. So I mean, that's the one that stands out for me. Honestly, though, it'd be interesting. I want to see what other people think. I think I'm gonna do a poll and see what people think about these like which ones they think will win mm-hmm. like we'll choose our top four and then i'll tweet it out and see what like what do you guys think because honestly i have no clue for best hip-hop for sure because it's between cardi b and 21 savage for buddy a cardi um ape by the carters god's plan atm walk it talk it and then chun lee which i love chun lee see here's the thing okay out of this list all right Barty or Cardi, uh, God's Plan, Walk It, Talk It, and Chun-Li. Gosh, I love all those songs. Mm-hmm. Those, exactly. So it's going to be really hard for me to pick out of that. Um, 
But see, the thing is, I also loved ATM off of J. Cole's new album. Yeah. I think that it's going to either be Barty or Cardi or Walk It and Talk It. I think it's going to be either one of those. I know, I know God's plan is going to win so much, but I feel like, I feel like it's going to win this one. What do you think, Bob? What is your lock-in answer? Um, I, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to go ahead lock and in. lock in Migos featuring Drake. Walk it, lock it, talk it. Because first of all, if you haven't seen that music video, I love it. They go back it's to like so disco funny. era. It is phenomenal. I love it. It's oh my god, everything about it. The choreography in the movie, the cinematography in the movie, everything about I love that music video. It's great. Okay, so best dance. Okay. So this is more like the EDM yes. kind of scene. Okay. Um, so it's Avicii, RP, featuring Rita Ora, Lonely Together. Okay. And then Calvin Harrison Dua Lipa, One Kiss. Mm-hmm. Everybody Hates Me by the Chainsmokers. David Guetta and Sia with Flames. Marshmallow featuring Khaled with Silence. Sorry, Khalid. Um, and then Zed and Liam Payne with Get Low. Ooh, okay, so that's kind of a... So that's a, that's a little bit of a hard, hard yeah, one for me. Yeah, I'm not was... looking at numbers for these, but I'm going to go with the one that I think I've heard the most, which is um, Silence. Not necessarily my favorite on the list. I do like Everybody Hates Me about the Chainsmokers, but I think that Silence is going to take this one. So you got to go based off of like, okay, so I'm, I kind of break it down. One of the big okay. things for me, I do like EDM. I do like that uh, scene. So I've got to kind of think it out. Um, we got like, Calvin Harris and David Guetta and a VC, Marshmallow and Zed and the Chainsmokers. So I would say, based on these videos themselves, I don't know, we'll... One, I like Get Low a lot. Flames is really good. The like just how Sia was on that sounded really fantastic. And then we had Lonely together. Ooh, you said uh, you, yours was Calvin Harris and Dua Lipa, the One Kiss. No, I did I say that? No, I think Silence. Silence. See, I'm torn between um, Zed with Get Low and. Um, Calvin Harris in One Kiss. But, ah, man, I did like, um, okay. I liked One Kiss, yeah. I think. Well, I'm thinking, I, was, I mean, I enjoy all these. Yeah, I'm going to, oh, man, this is a difficult one. I think this is the hardest one for me so far. Ugh. Yeah, Bob does like EDM, so. I'm going to, I'm just going to lock it in. I'm just going to say, um, I'm just Man, see, I want to say, I almost said, I'm just going to go Calvin Harrison, Dua Lipa, One Kiss, that was a great, I would, see, I was torn between that one, or um, doing David Guetta and CS Flames, because that was a good song too, those are, I was, I'm just broken in between those two, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to lock in One Kiss, and if y'all didn't know, um, we actually have a show on uh, KXTR on Thursday nights, it's from 10 to 12, and it's called The Rabbit Hole, and it's basically an EDM show, you know? And uh, I've been thinking about um, picking that up because the person who actually is the DJ for that will not be returning in the fall. So I'm thinking about taking that one over. So I think that's one of the one of the genres I have the most knowledge, and I think feel like that's why this one was the hardest for me. 
Yeah, Bop's an EDM guy. I, I listen to a decent amount of EDM. I like it for the most part. Um, the next category is... That was best dance. This is best rock. And I know who I who I personally would pick. Um, so the, the nominees are Fall Out Boy's Champion, The Foo Fighters, Sky's a Neighborhood, which is a good song too, actually. Imagine Dragons, Whatever It Takes, um, Linkin Park, One More Light, Panic at the Disco, Say Amen, and then 30 Seconds to Mars, Walk on Water. So I think we have all these songs in the system, actually, too. Yep, so. they were all top hits. Um, yeah. I know... I know Sade and I are definitely going to differ on this one because I'm going to lock in Fall Out Boy Champions and I feel like she's probably going to be going the panic. So Oh, absolutely. Um, so let me just go through these really quick. The Sky is the Neighborhood. I love that song. Yeah, no, that is. I love that song. song. I really too. do. Champion, I like Champion decently. I really do. Um, I hate Whatever It Takes by Imagine Dragons. Mm-hmm. And it's not Imagine Dragons' fault. It's not even the sound. It's just that... Um, me and my roommates used to go to Boss Talks all the time on Thursdays, mm-hmm. and <laughs> shout out to Katie, and the DJ would always, like, we'd sign up for a song, but, like, not everybody would get to sing, and, of course, the DJ's going to sing, like, two or three songs, and he would always sing whatever it takes, <laughs> and so now I just hate it, because I'm like, stop singing so that someone else can, and then, like, I remember one day, as soon as I got into Stevenville, that song played, and I was so mad, but, yeah, so that's my history with that one. I, mean, I, I honestly... See, I like Champions a lot because, well, I like the message that they put it behind it. I like, I just like the production of it, but the message is what really gets me on that. But I do agree. Um, the Sky's Neighborhood's solid, solid choice as well. Um, I didn't really, I, I, I didn't really like the whatever it takes all that much personally. Mm-hmm. I hate it. <laughs> it's just bad memories, bad memory association. And then this isn't so much Lincoln's Park's fault; it's more my fault. I'm more nostalgic, I guess. Like I like their old sound, so I just didn't really. One more light was a huge thing to me. I prefer the old Lincoln Park, and that's not again. It's not their fault. It's my fault. I'm not able to progress. I'm not able to evolve. That's my fault. Well, here I think honestly, I think the Lincoln Park is going to win it. You think so? Yeah, and I think just for him. Not even just for him. It's got, it's got way more streams, mm-hmm. or more more views. But I think for him, definitely that they'll give it to him. R.I.P. Um, True. I, well, I mean, not I, not just for that sole reason, but no. it's doing better. And necessarily, well, I, I do don't feel know like I, okay. I do feel like the reason they have more views might be you know. I mean, yeah. once once you lose a band member, you know, you spike yeah. for a little bit. I don't necessarily consider that song rock. Mm. Yeah, it's more like a. It's more like soft, like uh, just uh, maybe soft pop, but I don't necessarily consider it rock. Uh, it it does kind of have that like little elements of that lo-fi kind of chill rock kind of deal, or, or the synth rock. That's what it's called, synth rock, which is really like low. But it, I can see some of those different elements in it. Like, but just like I said, it's just it's not their fault. It's my fault. It's. I cannot um, progress past the old Lincoln Park when I when I think of it, and I'm just like, man, this, ah, I just don't like it. It's, uh, it's not their fault. It's yeah. my fault. I can't grow. I know it. So <laughs> I want old Lincoln Park. <laughs> I want the old Lincoln Park back. Yeah. Um. I want say Amen like Saturday night. Um. I want that one to win, but I feel like it's going to be um, one more light. And then Bob said champion and then okay video with a message so this category is um a little different than 
um, like they we didn't include like best cinematography, best director or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is like going in that direction. Okay. And basically it's like all of these videos have a certain message. Um, you know, whether it be so like one eight hundreds on the list and you know that one's about suicide mm-hmm. prevention. Like that the the name of the song is one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five and that's the number mm-hmm. to the National Suicide Hotline. So, obviously, you know, that's what the message of that one is about. So, um, the nominees are Childish Gambino's This Is America, and that one is obviously about gun violence in America. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one is Liberated by Dej Loaf and Leon Bridges, and I'm not going to lie, I don't think I've heard this song before. Yeah, n- neither have I. That's why I saw that. I was like, Ooh, what's that? I don't, I don't know what the message is on that song. About. Me neither. Um, and then there's God's Plan. Of course, and we know what that one's about, just being thankful for the things that you have. Um, in that music video, he goes to a school and gives away a lot of money. And he um, basically, that like his budget for the music video, he takes it and gives it away. I mean, he definitely got a tax mm-hmm. write-off for that. But, you know, so the message is like being thankful for what you have and doing what you can to help others. Um, and then there's Janelle Monae's Pink. And that one is, you know, just about women empowerment mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, Gatekeeper by Jesse Reyes. I'm not exactly sure what that one's about, but I kind of get like a feeling that it's about maybe immigration. I'm not completely sure. I haven't heard it. Um, but then, like we said, there's Logic and Alicia Cara and Khalid. 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 And uh, 1-800-273-8255. And that one's about... Uh, suicide prevention. Well, the Dead Loaf and the Leon Bridges Liberated. Uh, so this song is basically about, you know, what embracing what makes you you and being comfortable with being you and not trying to be somebody else. It's like, you know, you are you. Nobody else is like you, like your personality. Just embrace it. Just live it and just be you. Don't try to be somebody else. Just be yourself. And that's basically what that one is about. Okay. I like that. I like that message a lot. Um, so, I think, man, going through this, man, they, I mean, there's, they're all great. They're all great messages. Um, but, uh, I don't, for me personally, and this is just based off, this isn't based off of like the, uh, m- this is mostly just based off of messages song as my opinion on this. Not so much just like the production in it or how it sounds this is what I'm being like. Um, me personally, I would have to sway towards logic um, and Khalid with 1-800-273-8255 simply because um, I'm I'm a Sigma Chi and our big thing is uh, suicide uh, prevention and we have a dedicated line for other Sigma Chi's that whenever we ever feel like this we call them you, you're to call them if you need help with one of your brothers you help, help with a friend you need help with whatever in it you can call them and it helps you through all that so I would have to I'm going to go with that um, God, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm tearing up. Um, that watching that music video made me cry. Um, if you don't know, if you've never seen it, go watch it. Um, but basically, it's about um, a kid who is gay and you know just like growing up mm-hmm. and realizing he's gay and then not being accepted. Um, but it does have a happy ending. Not all of the stories have a happy ending. But um, when I was in high school, um, a friend of mine, her brother actually committed suicide. And her brother was in um, middle school, uh, middle or elementary school. He was very young. 
and he hung himself and she found him. Um, and so it was very hard. Um, suicide and suicide prevention has always been something close to me because, um, I, I've, you know, I've never been suicidal. I've never gotten to that point, but I don't want anyone to ever get to that point. And I, you know, um, God, it makes me, you know, cry. Um, if you have ever felt that way, you know, um, just know that people care. Mm-hmm. There are people out there, you know, whatever's going through, whatever you're going through, there are people out there that will help you. Not you may not maybe just strangers. You know, you don't yeah. know. It may not be your friends. It may just be some random stranger. They're there. They will help you. And again, one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. If you or somebody you know are feeling yeah. that way. And I mean, if you sh- and just like look out for signs and your friends and yeah. just not just friends, just people. I mean, yeah. we're all we're all we're and, all here. And you know what? Be that for someone else. Someone may not feel comfortable calling the hotline or um, giving their name out or doing this or that. But you know what? Put it out there that you are, you know, able to talk to someone and you're mm-hmm. able to be there for someone. And- Cause you know, not a lot of people have that. I think I'm going to go with that based on message mm-hmm. as well. Um, you know, through the numbers, yeah, like, it's a powerful, it's a powerful message. It's a powerful message. And, it's a powerful music. And I video. believe you can call them if, if like you, you might not be, um, thinking of suicide, but you might know somebody or yeah. you might think, you know, some, you might be able to call them and get help, like see how you could help them yeah. as well. So it's not just them. And you know, we are all humans. You know, if you know somebody struggling, no matter how you feel about them, you know, help them. And if you you want to get involved, you can. There are plenty of, you know, services offered. There Mm -hmm. are plenty of ways that you can volunteer. You can be, you can volunteer at the hotline. There's the the Trevor Project. I think that's just for LGBT youth. But Mm -hmm. um, even still, like there's places everywhere. I know Dallas is probably a big hub that has, you know, places that you can go mm. and volunteer to help out. Even if you're not feeling this way, you can help others who are. Exactly. And there's already enough bad in the world, you know. Be good. Be the good you yeah. want to see in the world. You know, be the change. Be the change you want to see in the world. Boom. Gandhi. Right there. So That's Gandhi. But <laughs> just drop a little knowledge on you and some sadness. Jeez, that made me cry. So I'm going to say, yeah, so that one hits me. That one hits me the hardest. Uh, I'm going to say that. Um, because, I, this is America did have a powerful message, but I feel like at the mm-hmm. end of the day, um, all the, you see, I feel like all of these have a good, all oh, of them yeah. have a message. Well, I just looked up the Jesse Reyes one and basically, mm-hmm. um, from the most part, what I'm seeing is it's going to be kind of about woman empowerment as well. Okay. She said that, um, I guess a producer, um, in like, cause this is like a short film yeah. basically. And the producer says, if you're not using your, you ain't serious about your effing dreams. And they're talking about, her, mm-hmm. you know, her woman part. So basically, um, just how music, are, men, women are treated like in the music industry and things like that and how they're treated in general. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to go with 1-800. Yeah. The, I mean, they're all, they're all great messages. Yeah. They all have a meaning, but There's, I just feel like, I just feel like. Um, it's the one that speaks closest to me for sure. Well, not not only does it speak really close to me because of other reasons, I just feel like a lot of them. Um, I mean, a lot of them are about women empowerment, and um, some others are about you know just being black in America and just different things. Yeah. And I feel like this one, this one doesn't suicide doesn't see color, doesn't see yeah. race, it doesn't see um, your gender, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah. I feel like so. I feel like that's 
Well, and in the music video, like, he talks about it a little bit, and um, people ask, well, like, and the couple's interracial, but mm-hmm. he asks, like, why did you choose, like, a, a black kid to be the main character? And he said, the two most marginalized groups in America are black men and gay mm-hmm. people, so I combined them. But even still, like, this video, watching this video, no matter who you are, it affects you. Oh, yeah. 100%. It crosses those cultural lines and boundaries. So, um, yeah, that one, I would say has the most impactful message on I me. I agree. I so. agree, and I think that they, that Logic and uh, Elisa, Kari, and Khalid are going to take it in with video with a message. I absolutely think so. There's a couple other things that they are nominated for. There's a couple other nominations that we didn't include, but there's, like, Best Cinematography and Best Editing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They might take one of those awards as well. I think This Is America will take one or two. And um, we, we kind of just uh, went over the ones that, well, one, are the easiest to kind of pick. Because I'll, I feel like definitely when it comes to, like, um, s- cinematography, like, uh, director, you really got to break down a bunch of yeah. different elements. And this one, I feel like, would be the easiest one to kind of just uh, convey to y'all. And we're music people, so, you know. Yeah, so we got to kind of... Hey, we didn't talk about sports. Let's just do sports real quick. Okay. Who won the World Cup? Uh, we ended up having France win this World Cup. Neither of us were right. So, But I'm happy. I'm so happy for them. Also, did you see the streets? They trashed them. Mm-hmm. They were worse than Philly, which... I saw a guy in Philadelphia literally eat a pile of poop. Okay. Well. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> but France was worse than that. Well, you, I mean, you also got to think about just like the scale of the um, of the World Cup compared to like the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, it is like you know. I mean, okay. that's cool in all that France that you won a uh, World Cup, but you know, we've won what fifty-two Super Bowls now. <laughs> wow! Is the rest of the world Wait, even trying? What about New England, though? <laughs> is but, the rest of the world even trying anymore? I mean, come on. Appreciate everybody out there listening. This is episode five of Wave of the Planet, and we appreciate you all for listening. Please, I know we've harped on it. Um, go see a concert if you can. Just do it. Go see Just a live it. show. It'll change your life. It's it, it doesn't matter if it's a big group or not. Like I said, still the greatest show I've ever been to mm-hmm. is um, AJR. Just because they put on a great show. There Paramore is definitely a close second. Oh, yeah. No, they put great. on a great show. So do it. So I'm just close this out. I would just give a great shout out and th- big thank you to one of the Toyota Music Factory. Yeah, thank you for having us. JSOM, thank you so much. We Oh, we had such a good time. It was you guys did such a great show put on such a good experience for it us. was fantastic thank you so much for that experience and then thank you for paramore and thank you for, for foster, foster the, the people, people for just having an amazing show hey bob thanks for coming over here and sitting next to me of course <laughs> you know i mean you got your pumped up kicks on you know you better run <laughs> but again thank you all for listening and i just go have fun Go listen to the music. Go it's see a concert. Summer. Do it. There's so many concerts going on. It doesn't even have to be a big name. It could just be a bar concert. Just go listen to some live music. It Absolutely. is wonderful. But and put your phones down. Yes, put them away. No, don't be that person that recorded 30 minutes of video and puts it on Snapchat because nobody cares. Yeah. Just put like a, a, a one video of, of like your favorite song. You know, a little bit of video, a couple pictures. That's fine. Don't that put 30 rule. minutes of your set on Snapchat, please. Yeah, because you're there because you paid to see it, and now you're giving a free show to everyone else. But. Again, thank you all for listening. Y'all have a wonderful week, and we will see you next Wednesday with Wave of the Planet. Adios.
If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe for updates when new episodes drop. And follow our station on Twitter and on Facebook at The Planet 107 to see everything going on at Tarleton Radio.